Hey guys, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast that I know you're going to love. Do you like travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by a true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and WTF stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater. Each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos, Room 322, and Danny and Brinkley. Tales of hauntings, murder, and scary mysteries. Every week, Twisted Twos dives into a pair of uniquely terrifying true stories that are worthy of a more in-depth look. For this week, we focus on the curious case of Room 322 at Hotel Zaza and the life of Danny and Brinkley, a man who gained psychic powers. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted Twos. Number 1, Room 322 Reddit is a hub for the weird and unusual, so it's not surprising to see it play host to a bunch of conspiracy theories. One of the most unusual and oldest ones there is about a particular room at Hotel Zaza in Houston, Texas. A Redditor named Joe Likes Music began the thread several years ago by posting about a mysterious hotel room with an unusual taste and decor. According to the user, room 322 was accidentally booked for his colleague, who was then told it wasn't meant to be booked for him at all. In fact, it shouldn't have been listed in the first place. It's not tough to see why, because the room looks like a snuff film location. The room features a sinister-looking painting with twin girls that have long necks and brilliant red dresses. There are skulls, chains, and brick-lined walls. There's a two-way mirror on the bed, concrete floors, and a portrait of J. Comu, the disgraced Stanford Financial Group president who ran a $7 billion Ponzi scheme thrown in the mix. When the images from the hotel room were first placed online, wild speculations about it began. Some said the founder of Zaza, President Benji Homsey, was linked somehow to J. Comu, possibly belonging to the same fraternity or chapters back when they were in college. Some names thrown out there included the Delta Kappa Epsilon or DKE fraternity, 
and the Friars Frat Club, who is believed to want to resurrect the Zeta Zeta chapter of the DKE. Then there's the theory about the actual number of the room itself. 322 is supposed to be relevant to Yale's Skull and Bone Society, as well as to the Friars. The Skull and Bone Society, according to their website, dates back to 1832 to pay its respects to Eulogia, the goddess of eloquence. Other Redditors, who were former hotel workers, chime in explaining that it's possible the room was kept as a private space for either the hotel owner or for some employees. There are also companies who would pay hotels monthly to ensure their employees have a place to stay whenever they're in town without having to book from the hotel every single time. Of course, a lot of people got curious and asked the hotel themselves. That spokesperson said Hotel Zaza creates themed rooms and that this particular one was called Hard Times. It's said to be a spin-off on the jail theme. This might be an acceptable reason for some, but for others it just isn't. According to curious Redditors, the room doesn't even look anything like a jail. What's more, while it's true the hotel does offer themed rooms, the Hard Times room isn't listed on their website at all. To add to the bafflement, the experience of being given the room and then being moved out isn't unique to one user. Another person, Hillary Davidson, had a similar experience herself. She had checked into the hotel and was given the room, but several minutes after she got inside and took it all in, the front desk called her and said they would need to move her to a different room. It seemed as if the front desk was upset, thinking that she would be stuck in that room alone. Although the user didn't mind, she said they insisted she be moved to a different room. Regardless of what the real reason is, there's no denying staying in a place with skulls, chains, and weird paintings looking over you at night might appeal to a specific crowd, but not necessarily the general public. Perhaps it is a secret room meant for specific and elite guests, or it could just be a strange marketing ploy to get people to talk about it. Either way, it's an interesting mystery worth looking into. Number 2. Danny and Brinkley It was September 17, 1975, when 25-year-old Danny and Brinkley was talking to his best friend Tom back at his home in Aiken, South Carolina. A thunderstorm was brewing outside and Danny Ann was talking on the phone. Then from out of nowhere, lightning struck the phone line, sending 180,000 volts down the line into Danny Ann's head and through his body. The lightning strike was so strong it threw the 25-year-old across the room while leaving his shoes permanently welded to the floor. His next conscious thought was seeing his girlfriend and best friend Tom attempting to revive him. Clinically, Danny Ann was dead and he was experiencing a vivid near-death experience. He recalls that as a spirit, he was starting to travel down a tunnel, and there were various forms coming from a misty blue light. He then felt as if everything he had done or seen before in his life surged inside of him. He became aware of all the people he encountered and what they felt as well. Danny had said when he was younger, he was a mean person and a complete bully, he explained that during this experience, he had to confront all of the feelings he incurred in people and those whom he victimized over the years. At the same time, while in his spirit state, he said he was led to a crystal city and to a cathedral of knowledge. There he was shown by 13 beings visions of what would happen in the future. 
He termed these visions as being shown boxes. Meanwhile, Danny was rushed to the hospital by his best friend and girlfriend. There, they were told that he had died. However, when Tom went to see his friend, Danny actually began moving. Although he couldn't fully move or even talk, he knew that he was at least alive again. According to his account, he was dead for 28 minutes. He spent a week in the hospital, but it would take months of therapy for him to regain his strength to walk as well as talk. His eyes were so light sensitive, he had to wear welder's glasses so he could see. As he was paralyzed for the many months during his recovery, he said that the visions he saw during his experience started to become more vivid than ever before. He said the beings of light showed him about 117 future occurrences. This included key events like the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1990, the election of Ronald Reagan, as well as the Gulf War in 91. It said Danian had relayed the visions to friends and family, and they confirmed he mentioned them prior to the events actually transpiring in real life. Confused by his newfound state, he got in touch with Dr. Raymond Moody, a prominent authority on near-death experiences. He said that Danian's experience is similar to what patients who have suffered cardiac arrest have gone through. When Danian's psychic abilities became known, Unsolved Mysteries tried to see if parapsychologist Dr. William Roll could help test it. It involved eight people whom Danian had never met before. He did a reading for each one, and he was able to accurately pick out specific details about their lives that he otherwise couldn't know about. He was also asked to consult on a horrible murder case that occurred in Big Fork, Montana on August 12, 1993. The couple, John and Nancy Bosco, were found shot to death execution style as they slept in their home. There were no apparent leads in the case. With the investigation going nowhere, Danny and met John Bosco's mother. He described the killer as a young man with black hair and a slender build. He added that the man was in college and had known the layout of the house as well as knowing the victims. He also predicted that the killer would be arrested sometime in December. Strangely, he was right on all accounts. A young man named Joseph Shadow Clark was later arrested for the Bosco murders. He was only 18 years old and used to live in the same home that was later purchased by the Boscos, so he was familiar with the layout. He is currently serving life in prison at the Montana State Prison. Danny and Brinkley went on to devote his life to helping others. He created his own organization, Compassion in Action, where he hires, trains, and supports hospice workers. He has also made his time available for many who are close to their deaths, helping them ease their way through it. Danian has written several books about his life and experiences, and it seems that somehow that lightning strike that day changed his abilities forever. So there were two of the most creepy and strange stories around. The world can be a crazy place, and Twisted Twos is sure to show you why. We have new videos coming out every Wednesday and Saturday, so if you like this one, then please subscribe and hit the notification bell. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.